Singh spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Hey, good morning, St. Louis, and welcome to the 100th show of Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearly, really? I'm ready this morning and straight out of the deer stand where I did my meditation and I'm ready to do the 100th show with you. Can you you can you can look back on how it was when we first started those first couple of shows? I want to say we were terrible. I think mostly we were remarkably uncomfortable in our own skin sitting here. Well, that was for sure. But to say that we were terrible might be a little bit of a understatement. Well, it might be bit. implying that we're getting better. I'm not yeah, sure about yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure about that either. I remember that We've much. certainly got our, we are more comfortable. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm yeah. not sure the listener is, but we definitely right, are. Right. Well, we formatted the show like Around the Golf, and the first segment is called the On the Range segment. It's brought to you by our friends at Pro-Am Golf. Dan Kirchhofer is now the new president of Pro-Am Golf, and if you need anything, you need gear, you need to get fitted, shoes, whatever, they have got a great retail space. Talk to Craig over there at 314-781-7775. And just check us out on local media, our local media, our local social media. Blah. I hate this part of the show. Just Google <laughs> Jay Delsing something, and you might find me on Twitter or something like that. Otherwise, we need, we need a new idea on how we're going to handle that part for the yeah, next thousand shows. Yeah, yeah. Next thousand shows? Yeesh. <laughs> anyway, um, and I also want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue from Donahue Printing and Refinishing. Uh, they're terrific people. Uh, they do a great job. Interior, exterior, whatever you need. 314-805-2132 to reach Bob and Kathy Donahue. All right, so, John, we have had some kick-ass guests in two years. You know, but I want to say something. You've also had phenomenal sponsors. You, I mean, you've really had people that enjoy the show, appreciate the show, want to be associated with the show. So kind of a congratulations there. We joke all the time about the quality of it, but it's fun, and I think people are seeing that, and it's a little bit unique, like some of your your sponsors are looking for. Well, and I've got a list of some guys I want to thank. Whitmore has been the title sponsor for two years. They've just been absolutely spectacular, Um, and we really appreciate them. Pro-Am Golf, 20 Minutes of Fitness, Anheuser-Busch. Doster, Ullman, Boyle, USA Mortgage. These guys have been with us the lion's share of two years. It's really been terrific. Who's the beer sponsor, Jay? Anheuser-Busch Ultra. That's an ultra. You can tell. You can tell. You can tell. Well, then what would this one be? I think that was the same thing. Oh, man, that was loud. Yeah. Do remind me of going to class, Pearl, out of UCLA. (laughs) Anyway, so we've had great sponsors. Our next level of support has come from folks like Marcone, Bob and Kathy Donahue, Donahue Painting and Refinishing, Henry Miller, the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers, Golf Tech, St. Louis Bank, the Ascension Charity Classic. Yes. Man, I mean, these guys have been great. Um, they just came on this year, but they've signed up for next year. Just terrific people. And um, so one of the things that we did that's really fun, was able to go over um, and just pick out some interviews that we did, some people that we did. And... Um, Really enjoyed it. All right, so this first one we're going into is recently crowned, at the time, recently crowned Stanley Cup champions, St. Louis Blues, and this is Coach Craig Berube. Here's a couple clips from Craig. Make hard plays, support each other. Five-man units in all three zones. The numbers around the puck. Pump it up here. We're here for a reason because we're a good hockey team, and we're going to come home with a cup here tonight. Let's how about the organization and the support? How obviously that's got to be crucial to to winning. Oh, definitely. It starts at the top. Your ownership and then your management—they're all got to be pulling the same way and being on the same page with the coaching staff and with the players. And I think that uh, you know they all that that that's a, it's a good organization that way. I think Doug Armstrong does a great job of communicating with everybody. Um, and trying to put every pieces in the right place. Uh, we definitely put a good team on the ice for sure, but he also communicates with the coaches very well and ownership and the players, and I think that's very important that that communication is there all the time, and uh, we all know where we stand and what's going on. Yeah, where you stand is knowing where you stand not only as a coach but as a player, and I know that you had some frank conversations with some of the players it's just crucial for those players to know what the, where they are what they are, they're expected to do well definitely i think um they all want to they all want to talk 
And um, I think communication is so important because, you know, like you said, they got to know where they stand or what you want from them. Um, and if you can instill that in them and, and they understand, you know, where you're coming from and, and um, what you expect of them and, and what the team expects of, expects of you, uh, good things happen. I mean, it's, it's so important that everybody is pulling on the same rope and that we're all in the, you know, trying to, you know, work for the same goal. Um, it's hard though, because as an individual, you always want to have success individually. Right. And, uh, that's important too. I'm not saying it's not, but it's gotta be, you know, for the team. Yeah. Tony LaRusso talked a little bit about trying to motivate the guys, but motivate them all in the same direction. And what you're saying there, you know, we golfers don't have a clue about that. It's, you know, it was, it's just really about us. And, um, I, I can't imagine how hard that is when you have so many different personalities in a locker room. Well, it can be, but it's it's important to have good leadership, which we have very good leadership because the leaders lead the way. Um, they understand that, uh, you know, the team's the most important thing. And when you have that leadership that your leaders understand that, it makes it a lot easier because they're doing it already. So people follow. There's something special about St. Louis. The guys have told me uh, because we have so many former players uh, living here. Yeah, it's a great place. I think, you know, I don't know the players, like there's so many there. You're right. There's a lot of players that live there that uh, played in St. Louis. And uh, yeah, there's something special about this place for sure. Um, you know, like I said, it's a real good hockey town. It's a real good sports town. I think the people are very passionate about their sports there. I think it's just, uh, you know, I think a lot of guys live there too is because um, they just fit in. Um, I really believe that they just fit in around there. It's a simple place, uh, you know, to live and easy to get around. People are so nice and they're great people there. I think the guys just like it. Okay, so what what didn't get on there because of my super techie skills was that <laughs> all I wanted to talk to Craig really about was the hand pass and how the hell did he get his team to respond so favorably? Came out the next night and whipped the crap out of San Jose. They absolutely got the game stolen from them, and it could have been devastating. And he said, I saw what happened, and I knew the only way we were going to have success is that I had to tell him, we're not talking about it. It's over. It's over. It's over. We're moving on. We got a game to play tomorrow or the next day. I think it was the day after. And we're not talking about it. And to his credit, he was such a stalwart with that line of thinking when he was pressed by the media and he's like i don't have a comment on it i don't have a comment on it the guy said i'll never forget he said to him well coach did you think it was a hand pass and he goes craig said did you see the play and he goes yeah and he goes what'd you think and he goes it was clearly a hand pass he goes okay he wouldn't say it it was his way of acknowledging it and then putting it behind but him. That's leadership. That's, Tremendous that's a leadership. Big reason they they got it done at the end. And you know, Pearl reminds me. We had Dan Deardorff on the show not too long ago, maybe a month or two back, and he talked about Bo Schembechler and he talked about uh, Don Coriel and some of these other guys and some of the ways that they got motivated. And man, when you have coaches of this ilk, it's not hard to want to run through walls for these guys. Yeah, well, that's why they're of that ilk is that they get it right when they need to get it right more times than not. Anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, great, so, that was a great interview. That was yeah, a fun one. Wow, man. We really loved uh, just to finally get the Stanley Cup here in St. Louis. I mean, it's like we're never going to win. You know, my brother, I call my brother. I know I told you the story. I call my brother. It's game seven. We're winning four to one, and there's like a minute 30 left in the fourth and the, in <laughs> yeah, the third period. <laughs> and I said to him, Bro, can you believe this? He's like, What are you doing? You're calling me? This isn't over. And he, I'm like, You're right. I hung up like, Sorry, I lost my head. I thought we were going to win this. But um, yeah, so what a proud moment for St. Louis. What a. Look at cool all the great sport of. events that have transpired since the start of your show uh, 100 shows ago. Oh, my God. Kind of interesting, really. Yeah. What's, what's happened in the, in the sports world. Do you think and they those... could tie the, the uh, pandemic to our show at all? I was going to try to tie the Stanley Cup win to the show. Don't, I like don't it. I like, your, I, like, I like your way of thinking. Yeah, I like your way of thinking. All right, so here we got another interview in the in the On the Range segment. Michael Collins has been a longtime friend. He's uh, active on ESPN. He's uh, uh, got a couple shows on XM. And uh, let's go to an excerpt of Michael Collins back when I first met him down at Hilton Head in the, uh, the, the tournament at MCI. 
calls the comedy club owner and says, hey, man, there's a pro golfer and his caddy might come to the show tonight, put the name on the list just in case. And don't, lo and behold, Omar calls and is like, hey, man, we're coming. I'm like, all right, I got tickets for you at the door. So show's packed on Tuesday night, have a fun set. It's really good. Afterwards, Omar's hanging. Everybody's been drinking, having a good time. And Omar's like, man, I had such a good time. It played so good when you came out and walked a few holes with me. You got to come out for the rest of the week. And I'm like, well, I don't, like, I don't have a ticket. Like, I, I can't. And he was like, man, I got you. Goes down to the car, comes back, gives me a couple clubhouse badges. So now, same thing. I don't know anything about golf, so I don't know how precious these things are. But, I, you know, we all leave, and, and the owner's like, man, what's the deal? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, he gave me a couple of clubhouse badges and told me to come meet him tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's going to – what time he's going to practice on Wednesday and all this other stuff. So, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad I got them khaki pants that them dudes all wear, and I got a polo. So, <laughs> he's like, all right, cool. So, the, now my, the owner's freaking out. But the next day I go to the tournament, I got khaki pants on and a polo shirt. And so, I'm outside, like, by the fence, by the driving range, and Omar introduces me to a couple of golfers, one of whom – had just won the Open Championship. Like, he goes, hey, I want to introduce you to a buddy of mine who's also from Texas. This is Justin Leonard. And I was like, hold up. I've seen you on TV, bro. I know who you are. And he laughed, and he was like, hey, can I come to the show too? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So then Omar's like, hey, man, sit tight. And I was like, no, I'm going to come up there on the range. He was like, no, nah, you don't have a pass. You don't have a badge to get up here. So I'm like, don't worry about that, man. I got it. So I walk back near the front, and I see these towels. So I just grab a towel, and I throw it on my shoulder, right? And then this is the... I see all the caddies have khakis. At back in the, this is back before caddies were allowed to wear shorts. So all the caddies were dressed like me. So I just throw the towel on my shoulder and just start walking up onto the driving range. But I look like I'm ready to kill somebody. Like, I look mad. I'm angry. Like, something didn't go right at practice today. And I just walk up, and now I'm standing up by Omar. He's like, dude, how did you get up here on the driving range? And I was like, well, look, I dressed like a caddy. I got a towel on my shoulder, and I got the angry brother man face. And he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, look, everybody working the tournament right now, even the security, they're all volunteers. Like, they're not going to stop an angry black guy who looks like he knows what he's doing and where he's going. Like, like you do, I'm doing this for free, man. They gave me this shirt and the hat. Like, I, you, why don't you let that dude punch you in the face? But why I got to get punched if you go stop him, right? There's no and way, man. Everybody just kind of went ole and let you go. Yeah, there was just like, hey, man, that dude apparently knows what's going on because something didn't go right. Leave him alone, <laughs> right? Like, okay, so that is just so classic. I love how he's like – talking to people, doesn't know anything about golf. He's like, I'm going to go watch golf practice, you know, and started busting out hysterically. And he has brought such an authentic, such a real look to the game. I just love it. That's awesome. It's uh, also how inclusive the game is, how people kind of embraced him from right there, but and, and it crossed into the, uh, the, the comedy, et cetera. A lot of fun. A lot of and fun. he calls a spade a spade. You know, and if, if, he'll, if he says something when he gets going on one of his shows and, you know, takes one of, one of his peeps out from the PGA Tour, Justin Thomas Ricky or something, and turns out wrong, he's, he's like, man, I just call him up and say, hey, dude, here's what I was doing. Here's what I thought. I got my information wrong. I apologize to you now. I apologize to on the show. But he calls it like he sees it. Well, we don't want to be accountable. That's what, and he's accountable. What's what's that about? Well, that's his show. Okay, just make sure you're not trying to press that on us. No, oh no, no, we're too far down the road for that, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah. So that's going to do it for the on the range segment. Uh, But don't go anywhere. We've got interviews from Bill DeWitt, uh, Jim Nance, Nick Ragone, Paul Azinger. Come back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach, put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves the St. Louis City, County, and Metropolitan area and any of their families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. In these extremely trying times, the management team at Marcone would like to give a shout out to our 500 plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. 
You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric Appliance Parts in North America. Here's a shout-out of tremendous thanks to each Marcone regional sales manager, Vinny, Terry, David, Marvin, and Jeff, and their sales and service teams who keep Marcone customers stocked up and equipped with parts needed to keep their appliance service businesses humming. Thank you very much. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. A couple of months ago, I received some really good news. My friend Henry Miller from the law firm Grant Miller Smith had represented me in yet another round of legal wrangling for my divorce of almost 15 years ago. I felt as if I was being unfairly burdened by the maintenance I was paying. Not only did they think so, but so did the judge. I cannot tell you how good this feels to be relieved of all that pressure. If you find yourself in any type of situation regarding your marriage or your children, do yourself a favor and call 314-788-3030 and set up a complimentary appointment. Henry Miller is smart, hardworking, and most importantly, he'll listen to you. They knew my case in and out. They were fair and honest. We had an odd situation occur where I had paid for something that was no longer allowed to be used in the case. They quickly and fairly disposed of the charges and got back to the business of helping me with my problem. Pick up the phone and call 314-788-3030 or visit them at grantmillersmith.com. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. John is with me. We're on the Front Nine brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Can't wait for September 2021. We're going to have 2020 in our rear view, solidly in our rear view, and we are going to have one hell of a field over there at Norwood. You're going to be ready, man. New knee and all. You're going to, oh, yeah. going to be ready. Yeah, I can. the one thing I can tell you about this new knee Owie. <laughs> Owie, that sucker hurts. Anyway. I know one thing I can tell you about the new day. Every time I call you, you answer right away. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trapped in my house. I, it takes me. I went out to get the, uh, I, I had breakfast. I went out to get the mail, and then I came in. I had lunch. It took me like an hour and a half to walk down to the mailbox. Um, anyway, I want to thank Whitmore Country Club for sponsoring the show again for the second year. Um, they just are, are doing a great job at Whitmore. 636-926-9622. Bill Brungard is the membership director. Check them out. There's 90 holes of golf. Um, there's no card fees. You get access to the Links of Dardine, the Golf Club of Wentzville, the Missouri Bluffs. There's no food or beverage minimums. They have two large pool complexes, fitness centers, tennis courts. The year-round social calendar is just—it's banging. It's—it's it's just fantastic. They have junior golf, junior tennis, swim teams, everything you want for your family. They got their patios opened, uh, and um, social distancing, and serving great food. And uh, and then you got Bummer, who's absolutely a treat, and he's doing some great stuff with junior golf. So Whitmore is uh, a great. Um, choice for you if you're looking for a place to hang out i love the, with all the kids having something to do i got six grandkids i cannot yep. stand when they're on the electronics all the time yep. and these kids are out there playing golf playing tennis running around having a good time out at the pool thank goodness as yep. a grandparent i'll buy the dang uh, membership so they get out there uh-oh not for all of the kids just for my <laughs> kids all right so pearl we've got this interview with jim nance this is really a fun interview let's just jump right wait in. a second though okay another example though for your hundredth show of what incredible guests you've had on this show, Jay. Seriously, yeah. it's just so much fun. You know, I'm watching Golf Channel with Faraday. You got the, you're having the same guys as, as, as Faraday's having and that kind of stuff. It's just a lot of fun. I mean, what a testament to all the years you were out there banging around and some of the weeks I was dragging it around. But that the, the people will come on your show, spend that time, because I know all these people get hundreds of requests to do shows and do this and do charity things. So congratulations. And this this was a whale. You know, in, in business, you always want to land a whale here or there. You landed a whale with Jim Nance. What a, a terrifically Great. kind, yeah. sweet person, too. Let's go to this Jim Nance interview. The number of people... That we have met. If, let's just uh, talk, stay with golf. With, and st you know, you have the NFL, you have your uh, NCAA uh, hoops, and all the other things that you're doing. But the game of golf has 
man, allowed me to hang out with people that I had no business knowing. And I can't say enough about this game. And, and I can't thank it enough. And I, I can't do enough to give back to it. Beautifully said. And that is golf. And, and golfers, if, if they can really uh, be honest with themselves, and some, I think, people uh, are so in the middle of their careers and, 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 and competing so fiercely that they don't have that reflection or nostalgic mechanism in them yet but i do hear more people extolling the greatness of the game for golf than any other sport an athlete talks about their given sport of choice golfers are an appreciative bunch they're incredibly loyal but if there's a constant refrain and message it's just how golf has put people put us into a position that's just unimaginable it is the people that you meet through this game and look you you know you went to ucla i mean you were living in uh you know your your, your rounds of golf uh you know your home course is bel air country club i can only even imagine right there for starters the kids as a kid the people the legends you got to meet but the game has a grateful heart to it it has a soul and the people that are able to express it like you, I'm on their team. Those are the people I want to be with because that's where I'm coming from, just exactly like you expressed it. Oh, my gosh, Jim. That, that, is, so, that is so cool. I can remember when I was, a, I think I was 19 years old, 18 or 19 as a freshman, and I'm just standing on the putting green. I'm still in awe of West L.A. I don't know what I'm doing out in California. You know, I'm just so excited <laughs> to be there. And I get a tap on the shoulder and I turn around, and this guy says, in this kind of Scottishy accent, says, young man, would you be interested in playing nine holes of golf with me? And I turn around, Jim, it's damn Sean Connery. And I said, <laughs> I, I, I'll caddy for you. My gosh, I'll do anything you want, you know, because this is James Bond. But this was, what, 1979. Oh, my gosh, well, it was Sean like Connery royalty. Even though he's always going to be regarded as one of the legendary actors. Of all time in 1979, I mean, name the biggest star today, and that's what you basically you you got tapped on the shoulder and walked into. <laughs> and how does a 19 year old in any other space get to hang out with someone like him? But it's the game of golf. It is the game of golf, and now I'm not trying to, you know, not usurp or, or match that story, but I had the freakish chance to play golf. With Sean Connery myself, <laughs> um, it's it's a doozy. But um, it was my uh, first year of broadcasting the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am. So you're going to go back to the mid '80s, 1986, and I had played golf at Cypress Point. Again, what am I doing there <laughs> with Frank Cherkinian, our father of golf television, and Ken Venturi? I, First time I ever laid eyes on Cyprus. I played with those two. And I had the round of my life. I'm not going to lie. It, in fact, people today, if they play with me, say, there's no way you ever did what you said you did. But I made five birdies on the front nine, Jay, for starters. Wow. Okay. And I birdied 13 for a sixth birdie, and I still shot 77 with six birdies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But that night, I'm at dinner. I'm just a young kid hanging on the coattails of all these legendary broadcast people. And we're at the, at the lodge, and um, and Trikinian says at the end of the night, uh, after a lot of wine had been consumed by most of the bunch, not me, I didn't even know much about any worldly things like wine at that time in my life. Not even what four, not even four years removed from college. Oh, he yeah. said, "Jimmy, I'm supposed to play tomorrow with a couple of guys over at Cypress. You go back and play. Go into the shop and tell uh, Jim Langley that I couldn't make it." and that you're going to play in place of me. I had made a game. I'm not going to tell you who you're playing with, but go on over there. So I did. I showed up at the appointed <laughs> time. I walked in and met one of the greatest men I've ever known in my life, Jim Langley, the late Terrific person. Point. And he said, well, you're on the tee, the group after next. He said, you were playing with, you know, rattled off the names, and one of whom was Sean Connery, which is just what in the world is going on. By the way, Sean Connery carried his own bag. Talk about a man's man. He, you know, Caddy, Caddy's is a very big part of the of the culture at Cypress Walking is. 
but he preferred to like to carry his own bag. He said he preferred to carry his own club, so he did. And um, yeah, I ended up uh, I ended up not only playing with him, but giving him. He needed a ride back to the lodge after our <laughs> round, and uh, I had a rental car that was a one of those big old Cadillacs, like they used to make um, the the long version. And I had another passenger that was in our group named Howard Keel, who had been an actor. You probably met I Howard sure Keel. I sure knew Howard Keel. Yes, I sure did. Nice man. So he, we, uh, Mr. Keel had been with us, too. He sat in the front seat, passenger seat. I was going to be driving these two icons back nervously along 17-mile drive, past the Lone Cypress, just to get them back safely, hopefully, to the lodge. And I, I threw the bags in the trunk, and I came around the driver's side, and I saw the back left door was still open. Connery was in the, in the back seat, and I slammed the door rather forcefully without realizing that Connery still had his leg, his left leg, was on the pavement and not in the car. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I heard this blood-curling scream, and I didn't realize what I I'd shut the door on Connery. And he, he kind of worked his way out of, the, out of the car and was hopping around in complete agony in the Cypress Point uh, parking lot. And there was blood that was trickling out of his pants trouser on that shin bone just above the ankle. Oh, and I, it even had slightly torn his, his trouser. Um, but he, he was in horrific pain. And I'm standing around like, what did I just do? Did I just injure James Bond? <laughs> did I just like take him out of this tournament? How am I going to go back and tell Frank Trickinian that I've just taken one of the biggest stars from his celebrity field and sent him home to Scotland, WD. Um, but um, even though there was a weird kind of satisfaction that I had done something that the likes of Goldfinger and Blofeld and all those had never done before, drawing blood from Bond, uh, he did show these amazing powers of recovery. And within about five or ten minutes, he was able to like walk normally and hop back into the car and kind of let go of it. And off we went back to the lodge. I'm feeling just awful and humiliated and embarrassed. But when I got to the front of the lodge, he's, he and Howard Keel said they were going to Club 19 for, for lunch. Would I want to join them? So all things forgotten, uh, I went back and had lunch with James Bond, uh, Sean Connery, and Howard Keel. And, again, how does golf do this? I have no idea. But uh, I'll never forget that day, I can tell you that. All right, so the Sean Connery thing just blows my mind. I mean, you know, he's talking about, you know, Goldfinger and, and Odd Jobs and all these other guys couldn't take him out, but he takes him out in the parking lot of Cypress Point. Um, well, there was so much fun for us in college playing at Bel Air Country Club and Riviera and L.A. North in particular that people would see. Can you list just off the top of your head? We didn't prep at all for this. Yep. We don't prep for anything. Well, prep. And, and, and what names could just come to your head that you remember? Oh my saying? gosh! So I remember. Here's, wait a second. Let me set up one more yep. second. Here's two Midwest kids oh, yeah. that never have seen a celebrity in their no. life. All of a sudden, now we're whatever we were, 18, 19 yeah. years old, and we're running into them. So yeah. Uh, so there was. I remember uh, Robert Stack. He used to have uh, a show on TV all the time. Peter Falk was there. James Garner was, uh, the, you know, Rockford Files, and that's old folks that are listening to the show that are in their 30s or 40s are going to go like, huh? But he was a huge supporter of UCLA. Peter Uberoth was unbelievable. Pearl, we would see, um, uh, oh, gosh, uh, Jack Wagner. Uh, we would see um, Jerry West. I yes, mean, it just Jerry goes, West was a lot just, of fun to be just, around. And how about, I mean, when you're when you're tall like we are and trying to play golf and you see Jerry West walk out there, you're like, okay. And he was pure. He, he was hit pure. That, he hit that little uh, slider out there. Oh, yeah. He was tough, and oh, he yeah. was a tough competitor. Oh, yeah. oh, he, liked, he liked to gamble. Yeah, he so did. here's a couple for me. I'm going to throw the name out there. Actually, yep. I didn't see if you know what actor he was. Max Bear. Oh, uh, yeah, from Jethro from the Beverly Hills. Right Hill on, Boys. right yep. on. Uh, Rowan and Martin. George C. Scott sat there and put my oh, shoes on yeah, next to George absolutely. C. one time. Yep. And then I think I may have told the story, but I'll tell it again on the show. First time I'm walking into the live men's locker room at Bel Air Country Club, I'm pushing against the door, and I can't open the swinging door. And there's, a, like, a porthole, a round, round window. And I'm 6'3", and I'm looking through this portal, and I'm not seeing it. I'm like, what's, there must be a chair back there or something. So I push one more time, and finally I hear, like, a little yelp. And so I pulled the door, kind of swung back to me, so I let it open. It was Andy Williams. He's so short, I couldn't <laughs> see him through the window. I remember Andy Williams was up there all the time. I can remember um, walking in 
to the men's lock or the the grill, and um, wait a second, we weren't supposed to be in the grill. I, I, I you were always in the grill. Anyway. I love the grill. I love the grill. I was looking you for were a, like a member. I was looking for my ball. I was trying to be a member. I mean, you know, they tell you to just walk in like you own the place, right? You but did. That, I you tried. Excellent I was that. doing my best, and I can remember meeting uh, Steve and George, Stephen and George, and walking out of that. And whoever was with me, if I remember, who stood to me in it. I don't remember. He said, "You might want to remember those guys, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas." Oh boy! <laughs> this was before any of it. This was in 1979, and you know when you're a, you know you're a super huge stud from uh, <laughs> knucklehead, a small knucklehead North, North, North County uh, hillbilly, and you go out to um, West LA. You know you're you're living large out there. Yeah. There, there was a lot of, and, and most of the guys were pretty good guys, yep. you know, because yep. it was kind of real. They weren't going to be special amongst their their people, yep. and it was a fun place. And what a special place, Beller Country Club. Oh, was, my gosh, fantastic, fantastic. All right, that's going to do it for the front nine. Uh, don't go anywhere. We got the back nine and the 19th hole coming up. This is Golf with Jay Delson. We have more great interviews. Are your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, hit to TeamUltra.com for chances for awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents, 21 plus. The official rule at TeamUltra.com. Message data rates may apply. Fully book prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. 80 Michelob Ultra lighter, St. Louis, Missouri. Are you in the market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes? Is this a year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and go get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro-Am Golf today. Pro-Am Golf has some of the latest gear from all the major manufacturers like Titleist, Ping, Callaway, and Cobra in their retail store. You will be amazed at their selection. Call Craig today at 314-781-7775 and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the in the business for over 50 years. So you take that knowledge along with their state-of-the-art cameras and equipments, and boom, your game's going to get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. Okay, so you and your family are looking to join a country club. Well, I need to recommend to you Whitmore Country Club. They've got 90 holes of golf in the membership out there. You have access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, the Golf Club of Wentzville, and all the cart fees are already included in your membership. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. My friend Bummer in the golf shop is a phenomenal guy. You've got to go out and check him out. He and the staff out there run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events, Available all year round. There's a kids club in the main clubhouse, and they have a huge fitness center. There's three tennis courts if you're not into golf, a gigantic pool for you and your family to use. Year-round social calendar is spectacular. There's holiday parties, picnics, date nights, always have live music, and much, much more. If you're looking for a family-friendly, safe place to hang out, you got to check out Whitmore Country Club. Call them at 636 926 9622. Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions' newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, pro-am foursomes on sale now. Visit Ascension Charity Classic. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Welcome back to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Pearlie is with me. we got our buddy John Boyle in the studio. Brad Barnes taking great care of us. And we're going to the Back Nine, sponsored by 
the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. Uh, Ed Fogelbach's been a great friend of the show. We appreciate his uh, help and support, and he will help you with any of his uh, any insurance needs that you have. Um, so this first interview is Nick Ragone. He's the Senior Executive Chief Marketing and Communications Officer with Ascension, and this is when they announced that there's going to be a damn PGA Tour event at Norwood. Let's listen to this interview. We have Ascension. We're a large hospital system, actually the second largest in the country, and we're in 20 states. And in many of our states, we have a relationship with the PGA Tour, uh, either with the Corn Ferry Tour or the Champions Tour, uh, you know, sponsoring some of the tournaments. And um, a few years ago, we, we decided, you know, as Ascension, we're now a national brand. We've I've spent my six years at Ascension rebranding the whole company and we were beginning to look for signature brand moments that really we could shine a light on ascension the work that we do uh, and servicing our communities and you know after the pga at bell reeve it was such an enormous success we thought wouldn't it be amazing to bring a regular pga tour stop not just to st louis but to north county to norwood to the ferguson florissant jennings region so we could raise money for charity and begin to further catalyze some of the great investment that companies like emerson and worldwide and Centene or others are doing to, to make that region as strong as it can be. And so that was the genesis of creating the Ascension Charity Classic. And I have to tell you, um, you know, we launched this October 8th at a press conference that you were at and many others. The feedback from the community, not surprisingly, has just been amazing. I mean, St. Louis loves St. Louis sports. And to have another flagship event, a regular PGA Tour champion spot stop, at Norwood in North County that's going to raise money, raise charity, raise awareness, uh, not just one year or two years, but for years to come, I think it's going to be a win for everybody. And we hope that we look back five or 10 years from now, we say, man, that was a moment when uh, the community really further invested in North County, in the region, so that we could shine a light on it for the entire country to see this is a great model for for urban renewal. So we're, we're really excited by it. Well, you know what else just strikes, uh, stands out to me, Nick, is that our world has changed so much in the last three months and everything is, everyone's talking about a new normal, but you guys stayed strong and stayed committed to this event. And then we need this sort of leadership in our community. And then just last week, we announced that Emerson is joining the party as well as worldwide. Yeah, it was a big deal. Um, we, we um, you know, we when we, decided to create the Essential Charity Classic and we hosted at Norwood. We knew that Emerson, we'd love to have them as a partner. Obviously, they're headquartered right adjacent to Norwood. And Emerson is an extraordinary company, as you know. Uh, they are really not just the leader in charitable giving in St. Louis, but they're a model for other companies across the country on how to, how to sort of make charitable giving part of the DNA of your company and the fabric of the community. And so to have them as a partner with us and worldwide as well, another company where giving back and investing in the community, in their DNA, it's in what they do, um, has just been a blessing. And to have those two during the pandemic step up and say, this is important to North County. This is important to your charities, Mary Grove, the Boys and Girls Club, the Urban League. This is important to our region. And this is long-term. It just speaks volumes about their commitment to our region, to North County, uh, to bettering it for everybody. And so, and we've had many, many, many uh, other great companies stepping up as well. But I, I think as a community, St. Louis is so lucky to have so many great corporate partners who take seriously their responsibility of giving back. And I could tell you, not every area of the country thinks that way. All right, so Pearl, when this happened, I, I seriously thought somebody was punking me. I know that you were so pumped up with this. You've been wanting a major event to be established in St. Louis for so long. You've had great events, but they haven't been established at PGAs. You know, they come through once in a while. I know this absolutely pumped you up. Oh, my gosh. And, and to do it for North County, to do it, uh, it's just, man, it just checks all the boxes. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's, uh, plus, it's such a great golf course. I've got to play it multiple times with you. The facility, the clubhouse, it's the tradition, the trees, the property. There's just so much good stuff about it. And I'm glad you're pumped, and I'm glad you're going to be ready for it. Well, the other thing, you are there enough um, superlatives to say about Ascension? I mean, we, we they donated $75,000 to each of the three charities this year. We didn't have an event, and it's never happened before in the history of the PGA Tour. Serious commitment. Serious yeah, I love commitment. it. I just love it. All right, so our next interview 
is with Paul Azinger. This was fun. So Paul and I worked together at Fox, and we played together for years and years. So let's listen to what Zing has to say. You remember when that first show, the fitness trailer first showed up in the 80s, and then kind of the rehab trailer was there as well because guys were going in there with injuries that had never been catered to before in the PGA, PGA Tour until about the early to mid-80s. But, boy, all of a sudden now, it's like you bring your fitness trainer with you every week if you're a top player. Zing, you're down on a mini-tour trying to break in when, when and you're take watching, care of these top players. Good luck. Right. When you're watching a practice round, guys are out there with their wives or their girlfriends and uh, their this the entourage. Everybody brings about 10, 12 guys inside the ropes. It looks like a parade out there. Yeah, some of the practice rounds do. I've seen practice rounds now with, of all people, Tiger Woods. Counted, I counted 14 people on the green. Might have been 12 people on the green in a Tiger Woods practice round. Never would you have ever seen that back when he first showed up, I'll tell you. He'd have snarled him right back in behind the ropes, wouldn't he? He just wouldn't have ever had that. You know, that that was just, it's just changed so much. Even since Tiger came out, really the whole social media thing didn't start till 2008. That would have been 11 years into Tiger's career. And then, you know, that's why I just think it's harder to play. I think I would have cared too much about if I had to brand myself, self-branding and marketing and all that. Is just changed the game. I felt I feel it makes it harder peer pressure wise. You got somebody that can send negative stuff to you, but you're trying to build your brand through a social media. I really admire these players, Jay. I got to tell you, they hit it great, and they hit it far, and they hit it high. And you and I both know you got to have some courage to put it up there in the air for ten seconds. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's not without risk. I just can't believe how. They're good. I don't know if I could have done it. Because can you imagine if you show up without your entourage and without all that, how you're going to beat those guys? Zing, how was I going to get an entourage? I'd have had to go buy one. <laughs> what do you think they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> those guys aren't showing up for nothing. Well, but it's, a, it's awesome to watch, though, because, yeah. you know, they still make mental mistakes and they still, you know, they'll make bad decisions and they'll miss putts. And, but – it's the same game that we played, and uh, you know, really, the scores are kind of the same. I just think mentally they've got an advantage over uh, the, the entourage guys. They, that's why they hang on. I think longevity seems to be something. Even with all this money, they're going to be able to go and go and play and play and play. Okay, so one of the things that is weird when you get, you know, you go through the TV side, you're no longer playing. You 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 know what's going on, but you're watching pretty dramatic change. You're watching, you're, first of all, the Tiger Woods effect financially, st- stupendous. It's just unbelievable, right? And you watch these these great young players start making all of this money, and then you start seeing all of these other things bro grow out of this. So now we have all of our metrics, the strokes game stuff. That's mm-hmm. all because of Tiger. You know, it's all because everything just got bigger, John, and and more people cared. So there's more right, money to be right. made. There, there more you go. people cared. There there's more attention. There's more media. And to watch the way the players go out and brand themselves, as Zinger was talking about, is just, um, man, I had my hands full when I was playing. You know what it was like? I had. But you actually did more of that than most. Not necessarily on a national scale, but kind of within the events. I mean, the number of cards you would always walk away with, all the contacts, the follow-ups that you did. And I know because I had some buddies out there, too. They didn't do any of that stuff. And it's paid dividends for you through the years. And they're doing it in in different ways. But I think I love what Paul said. It's a double-edged sword. There's good and bads to that. It's It's worked well for me. I love the business side of the thing. I love putting these little deals together with, you know, the companies and stuff that I have. But... Watching these players manage social media, John, I just, and I know I'm old and, you know, fossil-ish, but, man, that just doesn't interest me. But you go out there and watch these guys play a practice round, and there's 20 or 30 people in a group of three or four golfers. You know, I appreciate it. I think that I started hearing it first with uh, Jordan Spieth several years ago when he would reference his team. So he kind of get to get away from the eye, which I thought was positive, reference his team. Now almost everybody talks about their team all the time. 
when Dustin won the uh, Masters, he talked about you know yep. my team. And you know, there's a lot of truth to that, obviously, and they they get that. And you need solid people around you. I think if there was one thing I know I would change, and I'm pretty sure you would too, is if we would have paid more attention to the team, the people that are directly nope. around us. Oh my us. gosh. I mean, seriously. I mean, right. you know, we can, for a whole, we, yeah, for we can go on personal reasons, too. Yeah, that, but no. but the, the sports psychologist, I had great uh, great experiences with it, and then I got away from it. You know, strength coaches, uh, uh, nutrition, that kind of stuff. It all makes a difference. And, and is, is it a half shot here or there? Guess what? If it's a half shot here or there, it's the difference between making cuts and missing cuts, keeping your card, losing your card, winning tournaments and not winning tournaments. That's why they're doing it. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, and if anybody could have, if you had some sort of formula that could have created a half a shot a day for you, you're talking about, you know, two shots on a four uh, on a four day tournament. I mean, come on. That's, that's huge. That's massive. Yep. That's absolutely yep. massive. Um yeah, the, the last thing that I'll say about this is that before Tiger came about, Pearl, no one was doing anything strength-wise. I was well, always we trying to stay to, fit. Jay. You're right. Right. I was always trying to stay fit. I wanted to be strong, but not golf strong, not, you know, the way that it is now. It, 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 to say it revolutionized it is not even – it's not big enough. But I think you had to do it the right way. I remember specifically when we were in college. Not that you and I were going to go to the weight room. I'm not suggesting that was going to happen. Did they have one there? Yeah, they, they did. It was probably right next to the library. But I, I don't know where that was either. I remember some of the guys did go, and they got in serious trouble uh, from the coach going, like, this isn't right, you can't do this, this isn't going to work. I think and, what we did instead of that was we played intramural basketball. Yeah, we didn't. That didn't go over very well either. I no. had a broken nose. Louis snapped his Achilles tendon, and I'm not sure what happened to you. I tried to fight everybody the night that the guy broke your nose, and thank God nobody took me up on it because I would have gotten my ass kicked by every single guy in the other team. <laughs> what are you laughing about? That's gonna wrap up. That's gonna wrap up the back nine. Come back. We're gonna wrap this thing up with the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The management team at Marcone would like to give a shout out to our 500 plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other. Our process and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric appliance parts in North America. Here's a shout-out of tremendous thanks to the loyal customers of Marcone Supply who continue to show flexibility and a positive attitude through these unprecedented times. The appliance service industry is an American gem and keeps the home front happy. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring golden tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are <laughs> USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. Are you going to market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes? Is this a year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and go get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro-Am Golf today. 
Pro-Am Golf has some of the latest gear from all the major manufacturers like Titleist, Ping, Callaway, and Cobra in their retail store. You will be amazed at their selection. Call Craig today at 314-781-7775 and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the in the business for over 50 years. So you take that knowledge along with their state-of-the-art cameras and equipments, and boom, your game's going to get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. Professional golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic, presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club, September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the loo. The Ascension Charity Classic. A couple months ago, I received some really good news. My friend Henry Miller from the law firm Grant Miller Smith had represented me in yet another round of legal wrangling from my divorce of almost 15 years ago. I felt as if I was being unfairly burdened by the maintenance I was paying. Not only did they think so, but so did the judge. I cannot tell you how good this feels to be relieved of all that pressure. If you find yourself in any type of situation regarding your marriage or your children, do yourself a favor and call 314-788-3030 and set up a complimentary appointment. Henry Miller is smart, hardworking, and most importantly, he'll listen to you. They knew my case in and out. They were fair and honest. We had an odd situation occur where I had paid for something that was no longer allowed to be used in the case. They quickly and fairly disposed of the charges and got back to the business of helping me with my problem. Pick up the phone and call 314-788-3030 or visit them at grantmillersmith.com. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsey. The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. All right, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearly is with me. This is our 100th show. We are on the 19th hole. We got a cold one here, um, the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. And, um, man. Well, to be honest, we've got a cold one and a few empties. Yeah. So I got a question for you. Okay. Has the radio show met your expectations? Did you have expectations? Where are you right now in, in radio show world with what you've learned and experienced? That's a great question. I appreciate I know, that's asking. Why I asked so it. I do. Uh, well, you're due. You're due. Uh, anyway, so um, what I'm thinking, you know what, John? Um, I didn't really have expectations for what I want. The whole point of this is we want to try to grow the game. We 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 want to be different. When you and I put together a business plan for this thing, and we started talking about the word that the word that came rang true to me was being authentic Mm -hmm. just being for both of us and just trying to have this chemistry this wonderful chemistry that we have to try to come out on the show and i think for the most part it does you know how many times have we been together on the golf course and someone said to someone was following us and said we don't know these people and they go i don't know what you shot today and I don't know what happened, but no one had more fun on the golf course yeah. than you two guys. My sisters would call me uh, on the road and go, what were you guys laughing about the whole time? What happened on number 14? <laughs> I'm like, I can't tell you. you know? <laughs> what were you talking about? I don't remember. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, we had um, a quick little excerpt from David Faraday. So let's go to that Faraday excerpt real quick. One of the things that is... It's struck me, David, every time that I've done these um, these little events that are so fun and, and raise some money, the attitudes of these men and women are something we all could try to uh, aspire to. I, I, I mean, here's a uh, folks with no arms, no legs, maybe an eye taken out. Gosh, who the hell knows what sort of ridiculous kind of um, things have happened to them, and yet I mean, they'd go back over in a heartbeat if the uh, government would let them. Oh, every every one of them. Uh, that's the most remarkable thing. You, you know, uh, I've got a, a retired Green Beret here. He's a great friend of mine in Dallas, John Wayne Walding. And I know that, that you've met John. Uh, he was a sniper and lost his leg below the knee in Afghanistan. Uh, he's just finished the, the Dallas Marathon, um, you know, on his prosthetic leg. And, and he would go back. He actually requalified as a sniper with one leg, uh, which is the, I mean, he's the only uh, person in the history of, uh, 
of our armed forces uh, to be able to do that. But his wife convinced him that he needed to come out. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he would go back in a heartbeat. Uh, the guys miss it. And there's an addictive thing, uh, an adrenaline rush, you know, for our, our special forces and in particular our special operators. You know, that it's not like they, they enjoy getting shot at, but they kind of miss it. Uh, and it's extremely difficult for them to transition uh, back into civilian life. Um, it's, uh, you know, I say to them uh, all the time, hey, you know, you're you a great soldier, but you're a civilian. And, uh, you know, that they have to find uh, find something that is kind of halfway badass, uh, you know, to be able to do. And, and they also have to remain in contact. And that's what Battle Buddies is all about. You know, it's keeping these these young men and women in contact with the the, the people uh, with whom they fought. And, uh, you know, the suicide rate is horrific uh, among uh, our retired armed, armed forces. And um, that's, that's one of the reasons, you know, that they feel that they're no longer part of the team. They, you know, they maybe that they didn't complete their mission. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things that we try to do. Um, in uh, in helping them transi- transition, you know, along with building, you know, houses that, uh, you know, they can move into after being in Walter Reed or, or Brook Army Medical Center, uh, you know, for a couple of years while they get their feet, uh, their legs back underneath them, uh, if they have any legs left, of course. And the the other thing that amazes me is the sense of humor that, that they have. And I have to continually remind myself when I'm with them that though their attitude is, is so great, and, uh, you know, the, the, they wake up every morning and that leg is still missing. You know, that face is still burned beyond recognition. And uh, I, I just have so much admiration for uh, their courage in, in dealing with it. And, and it makes me feel, you know, so insignificant in the great scheme of things and lucky, you know, to to be protected by, by such people. Okay, so we just put together... First of all, love this guy. Great Somehow or another, we got paired when he first moved over from the European tour and played over in the U.S. We got paired together all the time, so we became really good friends. But what he's doing now with his Troops First Foundation, and I've got to tell you, my great dear friend, Jim Sowers, the CEO at Marcone, and Matt Weber, who's with Electrolux, just got together $50,000 and bought three service dogs for these uh, these heroes, that these service dogs literally changed their lives. And what David has done in the way that he's done it has just been terrific. And I just, you know, appreciate the association. I feel great about being able to help, you know, those those heroes. We never fought. You and I have talked about this before. Right. Our dads Our did. Our dads did, yeah. And, it, and, it's, and it's a big deal to, to let these men and women know that we love them, that we support them, we care about them, and that we appreciate them. Yeah. Well, it's a great... Uh combination you and uh, and Dave Faraday have. He's such a good guy. He's such a fun guy. And uh, I, I love that uh, he came on your show and, you know, relative to the show, it's another another top, top name that you've been able to to drag in here for the betterment of an awful lot of things going on. And you've you've wa- worked behind the scenes to raise the money for those dogs and, and other things to support the uh, the troops that people don't know about. And so it's, it's such a great, it's such yeah. a great combo. Yeah. They don't need to know about us, but I mean, you and I have, while we were talking about it, you and I have been part of raising money for two other dogs yeah. that we donated yeah. about five years ago. Yeah. And it, it's uh, you know, listening to these heroes get on and tell us what it means to them. I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in a place. It's so, so well, crazy. Emotional. Led the wave with yep. a lot of that, which is absolutely awesome. Yep. So whatever we can do to support him and obviously mostly you with what you do, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Plus he's, he's just a character to be around. You know, he have no idea what you're Oh, no, we have no idea. All hey, right. By the way, we need a chicken like he's got a rooster for our show. Uh, I, I just love his yeah. whole his whole uh, setup on his yeah. stage. Yeah, it's, it's about as crazy uh, random as you could get, yeah. isn't it? All right, so um, Bill DeWitt, the president of, uh, of the St. Louis Cardinals, um, came on the show. We had a great interview. But my favorite thing that he said amongst Ballpark Village and all the great things he did was the way that he was going to close out the show for us. Let's have a listen. This is Bill DeWitt III, president of the St. Louis Cardinals, and you're talking to Jay Delsing. And wait, oh, sorry, what's the name of the show? Uh, Golf with Jay Delsing. Oh, yeah, let me start it. (laughs)
And it does it get better than that? No, it does it not. It doesn't get better and, than and that. You and I are classic because we both that. knew that needs to be the tag oh, for uh, us for as long as we can get away with absolutely, it. Absolutely, it absolutely does. I, uh, man, I, I, I want to thank um, Bob and Kathy Donahue again for supporting the show. They're just terrific people. Three one four eight zero five twenty one thirty two for Donahue Printing and uh, Refinishing, Painting and Refinishing. Sorry, and um, uh, just just terrific people. This show was not easy to put together, John, because we have been so fortunate to have some really cool people, stuff, guys that didn't get on here, Brett Hall, Tony LaRussa, uh, Chris Carpenter, um, you know, so maybe when we do the recap for 2020, you know, we can do a, a two or three show sure. recap and, sure. and, and throw those guys on there. But um, this is the Hunter Show, Pearl. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks so much for being with me. Me, thanks for being with us. John Boyle, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate your support uh, with Dr. Olman Boyle and your friendship uh, for all these years. Just don't check our facts too closely because (laughs) you'll be disappointed. You'll be very disappointed. (laughs) Hit them straight, St. Louis.